Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. This week I'm talking to a comedian from across the pond who seems like she's riding some sort of career rocket at the moment. Off of Frankie Boyle's show, live at the Apollo, and have I got news for you, and the rest of the whole of comedy on telly. It's Desiree Birch. We talk NYC, LA, New Orleans, and Lewisham. We hear the whole of the epic and wonderful Pizza Night story. We invent party grains, and we laugh. Probably to the point where it's annoying. Sorry. And Desiree's answer to my last last question makes me go full Chewbacca. Here we go. Let's try some of the hibiscus. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so, I don't know if you wanted to save this no. for a moment in the recording. Let's do this now. Let's, All right, because it seems super now. yummy. You pick your, your piece, whatever you okay, like. Okay, so we've got a piece of toast with some hibiscus jam on it. I didn't even know that's how you pronounce it. That yeah. Your friend made? Yeah, my friend Tammy <laughs> made this because she's now... Um, She's now looking for work and she's an incredible human being. She does lots right. of like human rights stuff and like whatever. And she you decides. She's saying she's unemployed, so she's got time to make jam. Yeah. <laughs> she's incredible. She can't get a job here because everyone would rather just have a British person do human. But it's like you're doing international human rights work. Surely she's Canadian and from Guyana right, as right. well. Like just oh, wow. you would think that would be helpful. And she's like worked in Jordan and Afghanistan and like all of these like basically like war torn places doing yeah. stuff like you should think she's employable and so she's like living off savings and jamming things oh wow this is hibiscus and sorrel yeah I'm eating it up why well, I got cold mm. for cold mm. I don't care actually but like wow. that jam tastes amazing right because mm. at first you're like oh it's just jam and then you're like whoa there's something way more going on here what the hell I'm gonna have to look up what a hibiscus is 
Well, it's like a flower. It's like flower jam. Oh my god, it's so tangy, right? Mm, but it tastes herby. It tastes medicinal, but in a lovely yes, way. Yeah, yeah. That's. I feel like they put it in. I mean, they definitely use hibiscus in medicinal like stuff. I don't know. I say that only because my ex had some kind of like skin cleanser or something that, that was hibiscus. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I was like, oh, I'll just try this, but I'm gonna eat this whole thing. It's so good. Yeah, it really is. I can't think of what I eat that this is clearly in. Because every time I taste it, I'm like, oh, this tastes just like... And then I can't finish the sentence. It's like lavender, but nice. Yeah. <laughs> is it like... It, that's what it is. It is very lavender-like, actually. You're right. But that's what it nicer. is. Got it. I never eat lavender in things, even though I know you can. Do they mm. mostly put it in, like, curries and, like, Asian food? Or, like, what does lavender know. go well, in? Well, I don't know. I've only ever... Someone bought me some... Um, like a jar from a stall. Of- <laughs> like a jar from a stall. I already sound like I've been so rude. No, but no, but like when you said it, like, oh. I think mainly <laughs> people have sprigs of it in jars in their home, right? But yeah. Someone bought me some lavender, that, that just the buds of it were all in some sugar. And the only thing I've ever used it in is a, it was like a rock cake, blueberry rock cakes. Okay. And never had a rock put cake. Lavender on the top, so I okay. just used that sugar. Got it. Yeah, it was fine. But it's beautiful. <laughs> it was fine. It was absolutely <laughs> fine. <laughs> Whereas this is like much more subtle. I feel like lavender. Yeah, lavender definitely is like um, mm. is your power forward. Like, hey, I'm lavender, guys. <laughs> Hey, what are you ladies doing? I'm Lavender. <laughs> lavender, you're shouting? <laughs> I'm just enthusiastic. I really care about this. <laughs> lavender is the white straight man. <laughs> I mean, I've said I love Lavender, but you're right. It is That's like... edible flower. Yes, it's too. totally just like, hey, you guys might have heard of me. I'm Lavender. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, yeah. The Lavender. You probably know me from like... Everything. <laughs> You're a big you, ever, you ever you ever go inside and get a lotion? Yeah, it's me. It's me. <laughs> you ever get a fancy soap for your for your guest bathroom? Yeah, I'm all up in those. <laughs> your grandmother's house? That was that me. was me. That you you're welcome. Tell your nana say hi. <laughs> well, your friends jam has given lavender yeah. a kick in from us. Yeah, that um, is even true. Even though this is beautiful and. I, I just want to put a compliment out there to your friend as well because this is like got the consistency of manufactured jam. When yeah. I make jam, it goes really part liquid, part solid. <laughs> <laughs> this is like real jam. She's managed to integrate the bits of her jam so well. I'm afraid I hope that the 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 humanitarian the people in need of of yeah <laughs> of great minds and help in the world their loss is is our game for game. sure. That's really. Mm. I was not expecting it to be that nice, honestly, because no, I was like, really what nice. is that like? And it's beautiful. So anyway, I mean, there's probably all the people who listen to this are going to be like, oh, you don't already know what hibiscus jam is. It comes from here and you use it like this. And you're like, OK, we get it. You're cool. <laughs> what you're doing there also is very kindly assuming that lots of people listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> they know. People do listen to this and they're they brilliant, do. but they're people who go, send me that recipe. They're not. <laughs> so far, we don't have the... Um, yeah. Well, we I may, um, the, uh, if they ask you, I will have to then ask Tammy for how you make hibiscus jam. Although I guess Google knows. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Google knows. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what what so is this? this is, oh. uh, so we've done jam on toast, and now for mains. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I've made like um, so I made two things. They're both from the same recipe book. Yeah. It's like a it's coconut rice oh, um, so with good. kidney beans and cocoa beans. Rococo what? beans. Oh, I, I don't even know what that is. is. Um, protein. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> but it's just with. Um, some onion and garlic and um, allspice. And then nice. with it is a very, very simple squash curry, which I thought would, might be way too spicy. And I think it's okay because it's fine. I use really mild chilies. Okay. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Mm. I was worried, but I was like, oh no. It hits you with the flavor, but it's not one of those growers. No. You yeah, know, there's well, no afterburn. Yeah. Not, like you get with those bird's eye with scotch bonnet or something like that. With this, Those just... are the worst because you think you know what you've gotten and then, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you will pay. <laughs> I like this because it's, um, I mean, it covers every group. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> true. That's why I stuck an extra, so they're, so sorry, both recipes are from a book that I got obsessed with for ages and I hadn't got out for so long. Because I think I kind of just cooked from it for a yeah. year, a few wow. years ago. But it's a Nigel Slater's, and it's called Three Good Things. Okay. And all the recipes are just three three ingredients, really. So it's so simple, and it's oh the opposite God. of what I'd instinctively do, oh my which God, is I chuck a bit of this and a bit of that. And I really love being forced to be that simple. That's really cooking. brilliant. I will definitely, I mean, for all that time that i ever been cooking, but I always am like... You know, you know when you're when you're doing stuff like this, you're always like, I mean, if you get some Tupperware, you're kind yeah. of sorted because then you can cook and yeah, cook yeah. enough to like have stuff for a, you know a few days. But sure, yeah, everything is either like a ready meal yeah. or you know, and that's just like death in a tin. You know, <laughs> it is it's like all all salt. And just like, and disappointment, really, because you know what it's supposed to taste like. Um, but that's what you have time for, or yeah. some delivery thing. And yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, then you're that's poor. So and you're... you're on the move. I did, when you're super busy, I think, it also depends how much joy you take. Do you like cooking? Mm, I mean, I, yeah, well, it's like cool to make something. It's just one of those things where it's like, it takes time. Yeah. And I want to be able to give it time with leisure. Mm-hmm. But it's so hard to find that time. Yeah, yeah. You know, that isn't much more usefully served doing something else. And also, it's like, what could be more useful than nourishing yourself? Oh. But it's like, fulfilling the demands of other people so they don't judge and abandon me. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> I'll take care of myself when I'm dead. Well, I mean, I straight up love cooking. Mm. Um, um, and I suppose it shows. This is great. Like, it's okay. I it's don't know. It's, yeah, it's okay. it might not be up to your standards, but I feel like loved from the inside. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, it's so easy. This yes, one. Nice to hear. Um, yeah, it's kind of warming and wintry, mm-hmm. but it's not stodge. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm I'm happy with it. I don't feel like it's the best it's ever turned out. But it's always that way when you're showing it to somebody else. Yeah. You're always like, that one time I made it and then I ate it all was the best. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I do, you know, there is that pride and joy and love that you have in like, I mean, whatever, fucking, uh, what, voyeurism of like having, watching other people enjoy a thing that you made and oh. you're like, and they're just sitting there going like, oh my God, this guacamole, oh my, oh, oh my God. And you're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> I did that. I did that. I, uh, I 
have a very visceral joy and exactly like you're saying that joy of watching people eat it and like it but you have to have time for it I'd say half the cooking I do isn't fun because of the time restraints and they're kind of clock watching and they're like okay well I've got to go by that time so if it's not done by then or if I haven't finished chopping and like yeah. while you're chopping something you're thinking I meant to have been actually I was supposed to be replying to or you hear your phone go and you're like uh, just, just one and it's yeah Thank you for expressing that, that because I'm like, do I'm not the only person who has that like thing of like, and I'm oh god, what do oh. they want? What do they need? Oh, Leave me alone. Feel my blood pressure rise on every vood. Yeah, that maybe <laughs> should just take it off, but then yeah. then you come back to a bunch of. Or then you've got someone who's rung you three times in a row after they texted <laughs> twice. Like, did you get my? And you're like, oh, just and it just maybe we should start responding to those people just with a picture of a recipe we haven't made. Yeah, or or a picture of some dinner they ruined, or just a picture of the ready meal we're having to have because we didn't have time. No, I'm to it. or just a picture wanted. of what my room looks like always. <laughs> 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 so they know, like, there's a lot more going on. I love it. I feel like I should be being more articulate about what we're eating, but I'm just really full and happy. It's um, really it wonderful. Nice. It's really coconutty, it but you're really right. Coconut. It's kind of I double love. coconut. There's an element of there's coconut in both mm-hmm. items. That is um, fine and good. Coconut is wonderful. I love basmati rice to the point mm-hmm. where almost all other rice can get fucked. Yep. Mm. Um, what is, I'm trying to think of what is, is palau a flavoring of rice? Because oh, whenever I, I get it, I'm always like, that's good that's too. That's really good. I think but, that, car, I think some cardamom. Oh, yeah, you're right. Palau-y. I don't know that the other thing they do, pilau rice always has like, party rice in like different colored random low that is colorful rice yeah i don't know if that's uh turmeric or what is mm-hmm. what is it making it it is a party it's just it's like a... here's some orange rice yeah i didn't know rice came in orange <laughs> what i didn't think it does i think it's just a couple of just a couple of like party grains i <laughs> <laughs> just, just mixed a few party grains in. i get it with wild rice You've got some spiky black bits you have to pretend to like. <laughs> with us, like that's so. just a shell of... What is that? I don't know. Yeah, that is... Oh, it's better be good for me. <laughs> this better have some health in it. Yeah. And I think the only time I want my rice crunchy is when... Have you ever had... Is there's a Korean dish called a bibimbap? Uh-huh. Have you ever had I it? love bibimbap. Oh, yes. In the, like, stone bowl. And, like, you crack an egg in. This is from someone who's gone veganish. Not very well. Vegan. I haven't had this for a while, but, like, we had one where... And it was, like, great, beef, yeah. it was, like, really tender beef mints. And then you crack an egg in. And then you whip it all up. and But but you still, by the... Oh, the, 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 right, the eggy rice has gone all crusty around the edge of the bowl. <laughs> uh, that's like I'm so glad you brought that up. Movie. I love bibimbap. I yeah. rarely find like are there where do you find Korean food places around here in London that aren't going to make you mad that somebody tried? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like some people like there are Asian the fusion places that have yeah. like bibimbap and that's fine and good. But like if you go to like you know because then you can get like the kimchi sides and yeah. if you want to get like the fish with eyeballs, you can get those too. <laughs> you know, little ones and you're like these are they're fried. I can see them looking at. <laughs> me like how very dare you you know yeah yeah i don't know i've felt the only um really good korean places i've been to in london i've been taken to one was at the edge of like at the end of leather lane in farringdon uh-huh. and one was my cousin dan took me there and it's st john's wood on the jubilee line uh-huh. that's the kind of thing that was good. listening and those really good korean places but let us know. and me to go Please. for a bibimbap. Yeah. Also, it's just oh, the best name food. of the dish. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where you're just like, really? 
some kid just made that up, and you were like, yep, that's what it's called. Bye. <laughs> 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 it sounds like, what's it called? Scat music. Yep. <laughs> it totally <laughs> sounds like, yeah, it totally sounds like the end of the scat lyric. But that's what makes you want to be able to, like, cook or invent a thing. Because oh. you're like, you I would, I'm like, this dish is called derp, derp, derp. And it has to be pronounced that way, otherwise it's incorrect uh, and inauthentic. By promising uh, for one of these podcasts, I'm going to make up make up a recipe. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you'll get a credit every time I mention that. Awesome. Recipe, you'll get a credit. And, and every and if people like it at the end, they have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an ingredient that has to be in each? <laughs> <laughs> Give me any ingredient. I mean, should it be? I, I was going to say my instinct was to say maybe rice, but not rice. Just the party portion. Of just party rice. So some yeah, kind of party's party gotta exist in there. The sound of me writing that down. Yeah, you gotta shove a party in there somewhere. I don't know if there's any other party brain. Like if there's a party version of quinoa yeah. or something, a party version there is. of is there? You can get red quinoa, you can get black quinoa. They're part that's All right. quinoa. That's but yeah, so party, party rice, quinoa party is totally grain. I'm gonna put party, party grain. grains. But now, I'm, now what I'm doing is trying to write down <laughs> and I don't know how to spell it. Uh, you know what? I think um, it'll come to you once you put it in your mouth. You know, exactly. And you'll be like, it's not quite no right. It needs a little bit more. <laughs> Yes. I'm gonna make this for someone else, and they're gonna be like, "Why what do you the, just keep making that noise?" <laughs> <laughs> You like cooking, but you don't have much time for it. Um, yeah. Have you ever had a really good argument about food? A really good argument about food? I mean, they definitely exist. Um, I mean, we've all fucked up food, you know, if we've made yeah. food. But, like, I, I ruined the family pizza once. But that wasn't an argument. That was just an accident. Um, but <laughs> I can tell you, that's good pizza. Okay, so, like, my dad would, like, buy pizza on Friday nights because this was his sort of version of spending time with us and because he didn't know how to be a dad, right? And so, you know, I mean, he'd spend a lot of time... Okay, basically the way he tells the story, because now he's come back to me and, like, you know when you have those sort of, like, seminal family moments that are about nothing? Yeah. Um, I don't even know how far into the story I should go because it goes into the way, way back. Um, and it's oh, really I about the pizza. Oh, way, way back, if you're happy to. So, okay... It goes, okay, I think, I must have, I can't remember if I was like around 12, 11, 12 when this happened. Um, and there's this whole story about how I like fucked up, like I, I caused a family argument over my hair, which connects to the pizza, but whatever. So <laughs> basically I was, I, I guess I was about 12, 11, 12. Uh, my older sister is about nine years older than me. She's my older half sister. Uh -huh. She uh, went to cosmetology school. She knows how to do hair and stuff like that. And she she got the responsibility of doing my hair to get me ready for school and stuff because my mom tried and she can't. She's it's not her thing. And you know when you're a black female, hair is like ah, you know because it's like you know the the only way that you can control what people think of you and you're always trying to like hide the fact that it's all like foof you know <laughs> and like because like foof is not a thing that was in style in the 80s okay. and 90s when I was going to school um now you can be all foof with like you know half a fucked up afro and yeah. everyone's like that's fucking authentic and cool nice. yeah. at the time you needed to have your shit on point right so she gives me like like a, a french braid like a fishtail braid down mm -hmm. the center right but like there's just this one pucker on the sides <laughs> that were just kind of like what like someone hit me on the head and there was just you know it was just yeah, like it was just yeah. busted on one side 
And because like, I didn't have the confidence to like say to my sister, fix my hair because I knew she already didn't like me because like we were just, you know, we were in that I was coming into teenage ages and she was leaving them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was the goody goody and I would like snitch on her and shit like that, you know, cause it was the only thing that I could do to get any love. Be like, she was up there with a boy or like she didn't come back in or whatever. Like, okay, go back up a bit. I broke my right leg because she promised she would catch me when I went down one of those fire pole things if I fell. And at the time that I needed her to catch me, she was like turning to look at some dude. And I fucking stuck the landing like Carrie Strug and shit and wrote like rotated my leg, fell over. And yeah, then woke up as the ambulance was coming. But I just like blacked out. So anyway, there was just, I'm also, gravity has never been my friend. So like (laughs) I've, I've done well worse things. Anyway, that's, yeah, I just, yeah, lots of, the broke this one roller skating, you know, just, I was, you know, I'm a fat kid with small bones. You know, people are like, you're big boned. And I'm like, no, I'm fat. Look at this. This is not a big bone. <laughs> but I appreciate what you're trying to do, but like, let's just call it by its name. I with that, but I got tiny bones. But, get fucked. But, yeah, no, seriously. Like, I would have been a, like, narrow hip, tall, skinny black girl if I hadn't had fucking issues and probably some whatever genetic reason to be this way. I realized that and I was like, oh, you know, everybody's lucky I'm fat because if I had all of that going on and I was this smart, I would have been a cunt. I would have been a fucking Bitch. If I was if I was pretty in the face and skinny and small, I would have been a fucking asshole. I can I can tell that about myself now because even the way I think, I'm just like I'm like, how can I get the most for me? And the end. So anyway, so it's a good thing anyway. But yes, I am highly breakable. So she, you know, the there was the pucker here on the right yeah. side of my head, and like I looked at it, and it was just like. All of the, just all of the everything, all of the being 12, all of the, this is my life, all of the, like, I don't have the temerity to say, can you please fix my hair again? Because I know she's already like, I'm like, why should anyone care about me anyway? I'm always just like in the way. And then at that point I'm crying. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, and she comes back in and she's like, she's like, what's wrong? What's going on? And I'm sobbing and I can't tell her you fucked up my hair. Fucking fix it. So like what comes out instead is like, all of the everything like everything I just vomit up everything I'm like everything school everybody makes fun of me and people didn't really even make fun of me that much you know like because I was like nice and funny and so that's the way I survived as a fat kid is like I'm funny and whatever but I'm just like everyone makes fun of me and I don't even have any friends and and what about dad he's never even around anyways like I don't even have a father and like I'm just throwing up everything that's ever happened in my life because finally someone's listening to me scream and I'm just like go for it until you run out of breath and pass out so then I go to school having had a great cry and then like you know I'm like have a day and it's fine and I come home and like my sister has told my mom what's happened and my mom was like you know um I want you to talk to your dad when he gets home about this and like my mom was very very wonderful about always sending me in to talk to my dad about stuff because I was his I was his first child and I was daddy's girl so like if we needed money for school clothes I had to go and ask him of course because she's like he'll give it to you and I'm like I get it but like why do I have to anyway you know then it became family caucus fucking time you know right 
yeah. and like dad comes and then I'm like you know you're never around like it's like I don't even know who you are all this stuff and like my dad is one of those guys that's like starts crying he's like I think I got some sand in my eye <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of stuff and you're like oh, like as an adult I'm like oh you know and I'm yeah, also yeah. part of me is like I don't I don't understand how I have this power normally I'm an invisible middle child and I'm just sitting here eating everything silently in the background while everyone's living their lives. So I have no idea how suddenly I'm in the spotlight here, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so each with each retelling it's getting like it's less getting, and less confident in it, but more and more embellished. Yes, and and just worse. And de- oh, and I'm saying I'm telling him stuff that my mom has wanted to tell him because I got a lot of that. Like clearly there was some of that that I had experienced, but mostly yeah. she's the person who's like, oh your father's never around. Oh he's sleeping around. Oh he's oh. doing all these yeah from like a yeah like she just took went and told it on the mountain you know because she was because she was and she she stayed with him until my brother my little brother turned 18 like she they were not in love like my entire life but she stayed together for the kids like she did that she did that in a way that I will uh never not respect you know even though because I know I could not and would not do the same thing but I know it made my life vastly different that there was a two-income household like I would never have been able to afford to even pay part of the tuition to go to school like Yale if we'd been on her salary you know because she worked for the city she you know she had entry-level salary and then like a little bit more but like she had to do that because of her kids so you know, so anyway, it's, you know, it just is like vomiting all of this stuff up. And my dad's like, Whoa. you know, but like at that point he cites that he's like, do you, it's like, I don't know if you remember that time. And I was like, yeah, I remember, I remember the day. I know what you're talking about. Like, I never forgot the, the time this that is happened. the time that you ruined pizza. Night. No, we haven't even gotten to pizza <laughs> night yet. No, oh this is God. the, this is the, the impetus for this pizza night. I love about talking about pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you ask this question. One question. These, but you also, it's just associate the memories. Sorry. No, of course. It's just associated yeah, with yeah. everything. We're doing it all the time. And, yeah. and we're doing it with people. And we're, yeah. And there's so much. There's so much. So it's brilliant to have a podcast yeah, yeah. about this. <laughs> so he was like, you know, that's, he was like, that's why I started getting pizza on Friday nights. Because it became this thing of like, Friday night was pizza night. And dad was always ordering pizza. So he was there, be there other times, whatever. But Friday night was oh. like, you know, it was like, yeah. it was pizza and movies night. You know, even though it was basically him chain smoking in the living room. <laughs> watching Terminator 2 and like <laughs> and the, but this is like togetherness right my dad's together he was like so he worked in London but I lived in down by the sea in Dorset mm. and he would come home at weekends when I was a bit older he'd bring home loads of booze from it well from about age 11 12 he'd bring us loads of alcohol so that we could drink with our friends but my like time with him my like magical time with him was Saturday mornings when mm-hmm. I was a nurse and she'd be oh. working and uh, our magical time together would be me going <laughs> that, he'd give me pocket money which I, I'd go and spend I'd always yes. get a sausage roll and then some crappy little objet d'art yeah. I stood for like ages and ages outside Labrooks the betting shop while he put his bets on oh my god <laughs> I Jess, remember the beaded epic. door I would stand for so long outside the beaded door to the point where I'd I'd say hello to people that I saw every Saturday wait the beaded door there was like beads instead of a door like a oh, jangly bead but it's like don't cross because this if you're not allowed shut the door because the smoke was so thick coming out of wow it. when you could smoke in those wow and then we'd go home and I'd have to not talk too much over the horse races <laughs> while he changed my. This is 
This is incredible. He did buy me lots of sweets. Which is... See, this is part of the reason why I feel like having come to this country, I feel like, oh, I feel like a sense of belonging so much more because so many more people have, like, just lovely fucked up parent stories. And I'm like, finally a place where I belong. (laughs) But also my dad was uh, really, really into cooking. So he wasn't equipped on that front. No. Did your mom cook? Yeah, my mom, no. she cooked Where did a you grow bit. up, Oh, wait a second. Before I say yeah, that, yeah. I will finish the pizza oh, okay. story. Yeah, yeah. So, so pizza night happened every Friday night. We would get this uh, pizza called Numero Uno from Number One Pizza. And it was like they used the Italian, thick Italian, not Italian, Hawaiian bread. So it's a little bit sweet in the crust and it's <gasps> thick and it's really great. And it was like what? chunky, fresh stuff on it and like a blanket of mozzarella cheese, like super mm-hmm. thick, right? So it was a thing that everyone was looking forward to every single week, right? And so, we, and we had to drive into the next town over to like get it and then nice. bring it back, right? Nice. So there was it was just stupid because my little brother did, you know, like we're always like punching and trying to murder each other and stuff, right? <laughs> you know, and I was walking back to the pizza, I was holding the pizza, and then he was like, "Oh, look at you, I can beat you to the car," something stupid like this. So we both take off running then, and I'm running with the pizza, and like, and then I hit like a, a bump, like the the parking bump, you know, and like just fly, skid my knee, like the pizza. Is like there's gravel in the pizza oh, and I'm like no. not only have I skit like and he was just like like why'd you fall you know like a dipshit I'm like because I'm fucking fat and slower than you and you were like let's go and I tripped and he was like ha 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 ha, ha, ha you know and everyone's like are you okay and all, I just felt so much shame and like we drove home and I like, ran to my room to sob because like I'd ruined because it's not like he's gonna go get another pizza we just had to and they were like you can come down like we picked the gravel out of the pizza and like we know we're gonna eat it but I was just like uh, like I've let the family oh. down <laughs> I was such a like I was such a wuss no <laughs> I was the sensitive kid but yeah. that was always like you know my mom was like you're so sensitive you're so sensitive I was like do you mean I have feelings that no one ever does <laughs> I still do that I still do you know, I did that. It wasn't same as me, but I did it as a grown woman. I drove, I'd been at a friend's wedding and I'd, you know, drunk a lot and yeah. tired. The next day I'd yeah. driven, it was before I had my kid, but was, I'd driven a good three hours from there to my mum's and I drove my mum, her best friend and my sister, who's in her teens, for another few hours to see a concert, music, a singer that we all love, mm. this woman called Julia Fordham. And then mm. we drove back and it was raining really, really hard. And I was driving still and I was very tired, yeah. but like driving in the rain. And I, didn't, I must have just been like at breaking point by then. But on the way home, um, as we swung into the drive, I just, I smashed the car door in, like on the wall. And it was, a mum was like, oh, God, you know, and everyone was rightly really panicked. Yeah. My sister has big reactions to that sort of thing, so she was really, like, yeah. stressed by it all. Yeah. And I, you know, I was in my mid-30s by this point. Yeah. This is really recently. This is in the last, sort of, three years. Yeah. And I had to go to my room and cry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I still do it. I think yeah. that letting the family down thing, Yes. Whether it, it's to do with food or not, it's like, it just hit, it gets you. Yeah, it really you can feel the hand of it round, right round your heart. What is that? Yeah, it's, I don't, you know, because it is, it is the primary, they're the primary constrictor. They're the ones yeah. who, like, mold your clay. Yeah. And there's something, there's something so primal about, well, maybe not primal, but there's something so at least primary about 
doing something like if the family says something hurtful or if you do something that upsets the like is somehow it's way worse than any any friend you're like well fuck i fucked up you know but like for your family you can't say you fucked up because when you fuck up cooking for them it's so much worse than anyone else yeah i don't cook for my family because i wouldn't like that kind of like oh i've made the you know christmas dinner or whatever like that kind of you know especially if somebody just like cavalierly like critiques it they might get stabbed with the carving knife kind of situation. Oh, not. You're like, you know, like that's the, you know, that kind of thing. Like I've done that. I've done like the Thanksgiving dinner, but like for friends, Yeah. like for friends, everybody's just happy. You made them something. Joyful. Cause why else, yeah. you know, but family's just like, well, you know how we have this one relationship and I'm always nailing you for some reason. Mm. And you know, it's like every relationship has its core yeah. problem, right? Yeah. You know, and so, right? And, and, and it's going to come out over food and there'll be yeah. tears and smash things. Yeah. Yeah, I go into the room and crying is, is real. Oh, still. So where did you grow up? I grew up in, um, I grew up in a town, uh, a city called Diamond Bar, California. It's in Southern California. Sounds like a chocolate bar. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Come get a, there's a golden ticket, a diamond ticket inside. Um, it's, it's called Diamond Bar because it was a ranch before. So it was the Diamond Bar Ranch before it became a town. Um, and it's near, it's like if you're in Los Angeles and you drive away from the coast inland east, um, and you, you'll pass like Disneyland a little bit there and you go a little bit further. I mean, there's a place called Pomona that people know because it's like, you know, if you're living in suburbia, that was like a main suburb of LA, but Diamond Bar is like right on the way there. Right. Um, and yeah, like when my parents moved there, it wasn't even a city yet. It was just like, you know, people would establish, like, you know, the ranch would become like, oh, we're building a bunch of, a shit ton of suburban tract homes in it. So if you want one for like not a lot of money, come and do that. And then over time, it's gotten super built up and it's become not like posh isn't the right word, but it's like the property value is high. It's gentrified. It's yeah, exactly. But it's, you know, gentrified in this super suburban, like everybody has a house there. There's a gated community with mansions on a hill. So if you, if I look up the hill from the backyard where I grew up, you can see, you know, like we lit like the, the, the Mayweather, uh, the, you know, the fighters, the brothers used to live like around the corner from us, you know, when they were just the other black people in the neighborhood, (laughs) um, like Snoop Dogg bought a house in one of the, the gated community you know and it's like everything looks like Taco Bell like everything is just made of stucco and newness you know what I mean like there's nothing about like history or it's just like nope just slapped it together it's perfect it's air conditioned to go yeah wow <laughs> There are huge upsides to that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you like all the like, oh, but it's got, you know, history and culture, whatever. And you're like, yeah, but yours has air conditioning and like, you know, like glazing on the windows. Like there aren't drafts coming up from everything. Mine doesn't leak. Yeah. 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 And and so you were there with your mum and your dad. Uh Uh-huh. And then your mum did cook. Yeah, she did. And did she teach you? No. No. Uh, But also she, I mean, I love my mom. She doesn't have an incredible lot to teach in the (laughs) country. Fair enough. No, I mean, like she, you know, okay. So like um, Saturday mornings were like, um, I mean, everybody talks about, oh, you know, eating Spam in a can and how horrible it was. We fucking love Spam. Yeah. Like, sp- like she would fry Spam and, like, fried potatoes and eggs. Like, that was breakfast, which just fried. But it was like, we were super stoked because we were getting Spam and eggs. And it was just like, yeah, yeah. cartoons and breakfast. <laughs> like, it was great, right? Amazing. So she would do that. And, like, mostly she was just like, like, she never ate what we were eating. Because she was just like, she's like, I'm eating rice and beans and plain 
chicken and that's okay. it. Like she also like uh, my mom was you know almost like basically my age when she had me. Right. So she was already like you know I'm gonna be looking out for my health. But like my dad is the kind of person who only drinks Pepsi, like no water, Pepsi or tea. But like <laughs> he literally has a mug. That's this size with a yeah. handle on it, like the like kind you head. get at a Seven like Eleven. Yes, exactly. Yeah, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and that he u- fills Huge with tea or Pepsi, and that's what he drinks all. D- I don't. Wow. I don't know how he's not dead. Yeah, but like <laughs> because he's been doing it his whole life, I think at least he's just not vodka. Hey? Yeah, no, like, like he's not really. They, none of neither of them drank or anything right, like right. that. He smokes, but like you know, like other than that, like it's just. Only sugar. Like, yeah. I don't know. That much sugar. That much Pepsi or sugar. Yeah, oh. and like sweet tea. Like, <laughs> yeah. South America. He's from Texas originally. Like, sweet, sweet Lipton with a shit ton of sugar. Thing. Yeah, like, if you go really to get tea, tea in the South, it's not right. tea. It's, would you like some tea with your sugar? (laughs) You know, it is a mound of sugar that has been melted down with hot tea and that's it. Oh man. But like, I mean, and like on a hot summer day, a cold one of those is really refreshing and nice. But like, if you're looking at that for like tea, you will be disappointed. I love it when you learn that kind of thing. Yeah, if you ask somebody for, like, a tea, they'll probably, if you go to the South, they'll probably try to get you the sweetest fucking tea in the universe. My mum is, like, quite snobby if someone says they'll have sugar. And Mikey, my boyfriend, um, ideally would like three sugars. Yeah, but, but he only feels comfortable asking well, for he's two. he's just ashamed. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't ashamed. And then he realised the few people he felt confident enough to say, can I have three sugars to, like me, were going, yeah, all right, and then yeah. giving him one. What's wrong with people? Give the man three sugar. Yeah, I do, not a problem. I do it on special occasions, but I, I've spawned with him now, and I need him to live there. long. Okay. Well, if you give him one, that's one thing. If other people do <laughs> no, it, that's right. fucked up. Yeah. You can give him one and just be like, you're going to get what I give you, and you're going to like it. I, do you know, it's actually worse. I've moved him on to sweeteners. Oh. <laughs> is he, he's like, know. can I get three seniors now? That's when you know relationships past the sexy bit, right? When you're yeah. like, how's it going? Great. He's actually on sweeteners. <laughs> <laughs> They scrum diddly umptious. And then you can be in my podcast. And you went to Yale. I did, yeah. Did you when did you start did you cook with friends when you were there? Did you have Oh god no. <laughs> no, really. I mean, okay. So I so I, I my, the, I've been to various bits of the state. Yeah. And everywhere we've been and I don't know if there's even though we've been to stay with family this, so I have an uncle that's lived up there since he was eighteen. But he's moved all around. Um and so obviously in the vast majority of my, or at least half the trips out there, I was a kid, so I wasn't really aware of yeah. why we were eating, what we were eating. But it felt like culturally everywhere, you just eat out more than you do here. Yeah, you And do. it's actually much cheaper to eat great food yeah, out, out there as a rule yeah. than it is here. And actually a bit harder and more expensive to buy the stuff to cook with. Or is that... Yeah, like, so no, I mean, I, I see where you get that. Yeah, and I, there's, there is some accuracy in that for sure in terms of, like, I, you know, a lot... 
I, I would say one of the things I notice here is that stuff goes bad faster because it doesn't have the same amount of preservatives that right. we put in everything over there. So it lets you go like, oh, you can get like fresh stuff here, but you can't necessarily get the wider variety of that yeah. kind of stuff. And there is this sort of thing where, I mean, I feel like it's probably the same in both places, but you do get like food deserts in places where essentially it's like, if you're poor, you deserve to die faster and you mm-hmm. can't get anything that is healthy because yeah. it's just out of your price range or not even available or it takes you so long to get to a store where you could get that um right. yeah and but also, I, once we're out of the eu here i think we'll be able to put all of that shit in a preservative yeah thing. is that yeah that's unfortunate it's because that was one it? of the things of like oh like i feel like even though i'm eating sometimes i'm e- i'm eating worse because i'm eating just like crisps and like basically <laughs> raw bacon on a piece of bread and you know because like food's just like yeah. hey do you want like several slices of fucking wet bacon on this yeah. shit let's go yeah. put some beans on it let's do it let's you do know? it and like you know i do appreciate that but it always feels like the qual- there is a quality of you know what's in there that's sure but that it just doesn't seems- last as long it makes yeah. sense in a country that's so huge that you need things to be able to travel yeah like you say to get them to the food desert places yeah but i do i went to um new york and um uh went to eat some cheetos and they were so delicious but we get them here too um but then i was like what is that and like the cheeto dust over there like it stayed on my hand for like a day yeah <laughs> it's like the cheeto dust like, here doesn't do that no because no. i haven't eaten cheetos not... since i've been here because well, i was like that is your ground not as delicious i'll be honest uh, but, uh, but, but, but yeah it is it is radioactive essentially nuclear <laughs> nuclear particles yeah that but is absolutely that, what it is we have lemsip here and i don't know i mean people get what? really addicted it's like a sachet yeah cold. for colds yeah what is in that though? what is in that so once i had a temp job where for some reason the people that this place didn't like mugs they hated the environment but you had to use a paper cup for your hot drinks and then i'd always put one i'd always have like a base two, two. Paper yeah, cup of course put the one with the drink in so on you top don't burn it. your yeah, hands because they were teeth. like thin paper yeah. well they were, were there those triangles too no okay at least they were real cups you know yeah. what i'm talking no, about the water cooler cups. oh no they triangles weren't triangles or but cones. they were similarly anyway i had a lem sip in that and um I was kind of tapping away, and I looked down, and it all spaffed oh, right. out onto the desk. The food. yellow stuff had dissolved through mm. two cups. Is that like yellow number five yellow, like that yellow that Whatever's kills sperm? in that lemsip, maybe it was. Because like, because yeah, there's certain dyes. Like there was a thing about like, I was it yellow number five or red number five or something. There was like, you know, because they have these numbers after colorings that they put yeah. in stuff. But like they found, you know. After the fact, it's been in everything forever. And yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, some of these are causing, like, infertility or something like that. You know? <laughs> Lay oh, the it, boys, if you don't oh, want to be firing blanks. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, don't think that counts as a contraceptive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, no, Lemsip does not fix herpes. You <laughs> still have herpes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amazing. Um, five second rule, yes or no? Yep. That's that. Is- <laughs> I can't wait until there's going to be someone once who says, oh, it's disgusting. And I, just, I don't think I'm going to know what to do. I'm going to like, just sit here and Moving go. right along. So, so far, no one has said... <laughs> Everyone's, Everyone's like, of course. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> On it. You should be like, that's... Yeah. Oh. Yep, yeah. I mean, sometimes depending on what it is, longer. Oh, yeah. Like, I've definitely, like, I mean, there's, like, oh, yeah. nuts that fell on the carpet. I'm like, that's a nut. It's already, 
Great. Yeah. It's a nut. It can't even absorb any other thing. Exactly. Can, there's nothing you can't flick off a nut. <laughs> well, I didn't. That's a shirt. I've ruined it. <laughs> Looking forward to your Christmas cat. <laughs> you know, it's like I say, there's nothing you can't flick off a nut. <laughs> I've, I've, I've repulsed myself. This is a sting. This is a sting. At this point, Desiree's lovely housemate Angie gets home from work. Great news, though. She just joins right in. And fittingly... She's having a dinner. That was a sting. That was a sting. So I think yeah. I feel freakishly happy when I'm really full. Like when yeah. most people are like, oh, I need a nap. I'm like, this is when I'm at my happiest. Oh, yeah. Me too. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, you're more than your I'm yeah. dead enough. Yeah, which so I, would, really I mean, nice there's nothing better than being full, wanting a nap, yeah. and then having the nap. Like, if yeah. you have the time for the entire oh, experience, but it's always nap. like, oh, I'm full, awesome. and like now I gotta lay on my side and moan for five minutes because yeah. I gotta get up and do stuff, and I can't physically do it right now. So true. Do you have this thing? I have this thing where if I sleep in the day ever, I wake up so hungry. Oh, wow. What's that about? Even if I, you know, I had lunch then had a nap, I wake up and it's like, ah! that's like a, a way more than first thing in the morning. That's like, there's no other time where I feel as hungry as that. I, that's interesting. I wonder if it has anything to do with the kind of sleep, like the quality of sleep mm. you're getting if you get a nap or something. Yeah. Like if it's more like hyper, you know, like because they yeah. say that an afternoon nap can really, you know, help you in terms of feeling rest and whatnot. And I don't know if like yeah. if you're sleeping at that time, if it's just like, oh, power. Nap, you know. Are you guys okay with me sitting and eat? Or you yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you please, eat, this is perfect. No, we're talking yeah. about food. And join in. No, no, no. Because if you like, you know. Hey, join in. I will be fine. Yeah, no, it's yeah. fine. You're fine. I mean, we're eating. The podcast yeah. is about food, and we're we ate food oh, and we talked so about look. it. So I, I, yes, there you go. perfect. What you got for your dinner? Um, this is. Their usual noodle with chicken, and I asked for extra chicken teriyaki. Nice. Lovely. Did, did you tell them to be generous? I always. <laughs> she, she has this thing, Love where it. is it that you go when you say that? Bur- any burrito I ever get, I said, can you be please kindly generous? <laughs> and places when they ask, do you want guacamole as the extra and charge you extra, that's like slab in the face. <laughs> <laughs> It is. How are you? So, meat guacamole. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is I'd a slap in the face. Just really like include it in that. the price. But also, so, I, I'm sorry, I hate to be elitist about Mexican food, but it's rare to get some that's made well here. And yeah. the guacamole is sometimes the b- biggest abomination. <laughs> that's yeah, true. Yeah. Like, I mean, anytime they're like squeezing it out of one of those things of a ketchup bottle, no, oh, you fucked oh, up. Oh, no. Why you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, though, right? You do not put guacamole in a bottle. Yeah, you definitely don't. You don't put it in a blender to begin with to get it to that consistency. And I don't even know, are there avocados in there? Are there? It just tastes of vinegar. I don't know why. Whenever it comes out of a thing, it just tastes of vinegar. Because that's what was in there before. And also, vinegar doesn't go in everything. Chili sauce for kebabs. I don't want that out of your bottle either. Wait, I don't chili, want chili sauce. sauce. Oh, I don't want your hot sauce for a kebab out of a bottle either. Yeah, no. I want it out of a You're... tub in a tiny ladle. <laughs> and it needs to be really like dark yes. looking. I don't want any that. I've never sense. had like the spicy thing on the kebab, so I don't like. Oh. I'll just have. I'll just be like, thanks for this meat. 
<laughs> I didn't even realize you could put other stuff you on it. You can get in, in a good, in a really good kebab shop. They should have like a hot homemade yeah. smoked really chili sauce, oh. really thick, really dark, and so heat tomatoey yeah. dark. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's kind of not the done thing to have chili sauce and garlic sauce. But that's the best. That's yeah. the best. <laughs> but that's what I'm doing. Have both, great. please. Have both. <laughs> I always ask for both. We're like, okay, but always garlic and ch- chili sauce. Well, yeah. You've got to do it. I mean, they Same offer it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I love some good. That is one of the wonderful things about vegetarian or vegan food yeah. is falafel. When oh, it's made well. When really it's not good, like super freshly fried. Yeah. Oh, it's there's great. a stall at the moment. I don't know how permanent it is. But I think it's relatively permanent. At, outside Gouge Street Station, like a street food store, yeah. is the best falafel I've had in months. Really? Yeah, he just fries it then and there. They just fry them. That's beautiful. Like, the, oh. That's good because otherwise they're very dry. Then no, inside. exactly. Like, it's really, really, mm. I'm going to say it, moist. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that word. I mean, I almost just feel like, is there a moist podcast? No. If I so, TM, copyright, I'm taking it. <laughs> Because right, who doesn't want to just like if you just yeah. had the word moist in that tiny box, like it's it's the marmite of like people are either going to be repelled or intrigued. I feel like it's a coming of age word in yeah. terms of womanhood. Yes, it is. You get to a certain I mean, age where you can happily say moist, moist, and it's fine. And, then, and the thing is, like, if you're like still moist, still embarrassed about like, that word, you've up. got some growing up to do. Yeah, yeah you've got exactly. Self, you've Don't got you some self love to learn. Moist, What? But the thing is, I fit in your would remind people that if you if you're offended by moist. Discharge. <laughs> way worse. Come on, way worse. You got to remind people. Like, at least it's not discharge. <laughs> I mean, it is, but we're not calling it that. <laughs> and we should never have talked about that so quickly after the garlic mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the horror. <laughs> um, have either of you ever had a holiday that you remember particularly because of the food? Or travel. Oh, New Orleans. Really? Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, go. Have you been? No. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Everything is just, it's all, like, it's just, I love, it's one of my favorite cities in the world. And it's like, it's it's like a, you know, it's a pirate town. It's like on the water and it shouldn't exist, but it does. And, and like, it's all about, like, everything's like, like, the painting is gorgeous. There's like a lot, like, there are a lot of visual artists there. There's obviously a lot of, you know, writers, playwrights, all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of musicians, like, amazing. Amazing music just happens in the street because someone's playing it, and it's like the best fucking jazz you've ever heard in your life. And it's just, it's just some kid who's moved there because they really love music, and they're busking in the street. And like, you know, the streets are all like cracked, and everything is like everybody's poor, and everybody's like having a great time. And especially if you get off of Bourbon Street, where it's like you know stag dudes and shit like that, yeah. and you like kind of get more into you know like the Marini and the Bywater. Like people are generous. People just like come like hey come on in oh you should come over for dinner we're making alligator sausage <gasps> it was delicious by the way it was Whoa. really good you right? had an alligator yes sausage. i mean i guess they mix it with some pork but it's yummy alligator tastes yummy well alligator pork, i can imagine it is it's very very nutritious and lean and yeah and i think i thought it wasn't that dissimilar to pork yeah so i think that's why they put it it Maybe. might it did just taste like a pork sausage I mean, but it's it a little bit cleaner like bucket um, list to this, try this, an alligator sausage now yes oh, what you've this had an alligator i had an alligator sausage i didn't even know they make food food in new orleans it's all no, it's, no, no, no. Ali- oh. from alligators. Like, I know oh yeah 
I mean, like, basically in America, if you can hunt it and kill it, someone's eating it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, someone will fry up a snake or, like, a skunk or something. You know, people do that. The reason I'm aware of it is because there's, like, survival shows where so they put celebrities on an island and stuff. Yeah. And quite often they'll get to the point of starvation where one of them's prepared to, to kill a small... What they called a caiman, those like oh, yeah, alligators, those, yeah. and they have to like straddle it and stab it in the head, yeah. and then they cook it, and then they're all like, they're like oh my god, this is so good, and then they cry. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, half of them are vegetarians, and yeah. that's why they got booked. Yeah, that's See, ridiculous. We crack the vegetarian. I mean, I would crack. I don't eat meat at the moment, but I would. I'd eat meat on day one on an island. Yeah, if, as soon as you put me on that thing, I'm like, yeah. I'm eating anything if it keeps me alive to finish this fucking yeah. series. Yeah, like a small girl. Oh, <laughs> I was like, whoever is the, the like the the most entitled one on that island, she's getting looked at like a steak in a Looney Tunes cartoon to me. <laughs> I, and I would just walk around silently, and be like, I would eat you at any time, and just walk away. That would be my tactic. <laughs> I would, I would, I would play Psycho as much as possible. Totally do that. Yeah, actually. you could just whisper just as someone's nodding off. I could just sit on you. Sleep. <laughs> and watch just your breathing get more and more shallow as I absorb your life force. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I would I would be a complete nutter. But do go New to New Orleans. Orleans. Not even just if you're even just eating normal food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a restaurant there that no longer exists, and I don't know why because it was started by like a Michelin starred chef. It was the best food I've ever had in my oh, life. What Jess. was it called? It, it was called uh, Morepa. M a u r e p a s. Morepa, uh, you know, my French accent's diminished, but anyway. I've got sort of jiggy nail. Yeah, but it was, it was like, they would do things, it would be like a kimchi and andouille sausage hot pot. Like, we were talking about bibimbap, it was like that, but they brought like some of the Cajun elements into it, you know, um, of like that kind of, and they did like goat tacos that were amazing just incredible fusion food Uh, yeah incredible fusions and the cocktails were they had this one cocktail called the jesus h christ (laughs) and it was the best cocktail after uh, that i've ever had to the point which i had a sip and i said jesus h christ because that's what you feel like when you where you're just like how have they fused everything together so beautifully and like six of us ate everything on the menu between us Wow! and like the bill was like 500 bucks at the end of it but like we ate everything on the menu. Yeah, that's like two hundred and fifty quid or three hundred quid. That's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. People to have <gasps> like have and the, cocktails. Have the best. Yes, and, and cocktails. cocktails. You put cocktails in the mix, even a bottle of wine. But if you put off, yeah, like yeah. I was like I could be executed it's now. To get the bloody plane ticket and go there. Like, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it was, but yeah, some of the best food, like the beignets, the big yeah. powdery sort of donuts, are beautiful. Oh, like they, you know, oh, do that with so the coffee, cool. or like you know, any of those traditional sort of like gumbo, you know, and dewy sausage. The um, um, what is? It's not gumbo, but it's um, it's the other one. Fuck, I can't think of it now. But there's also um, etouffees. You know, it's it's like basically everything is like got that French thing of mm. being creamy and rich. And it's just like, like you can go there and just eat. Yeah. If you go there just to eat, if you saw nothing else, you'd be like, this is a beautiful experience. Do you know, it hadn't been on my list for, for foodie reasons ever before. I didn't no idea. I feel totally. Oh, alarmed. God. It's, oh. 
Oh, oh my god, yes. Amazing. So go there. Go there. I mean, yeah, all of that fusion stuff is amazing. I mean, and if you're there long enough, you could always do a drive to like Kansas City for the barbecue. Sure. If you like the barbecue thing. Nice. And then you've been to Kansas City. City. Yep, exactly. So you've gotten and to have you been to America. Uh yet. Well yeah, yes. yet. Well we'll have to fix that. <laughs> An orphanage for kittens is taken hostage by a cartoon villain who dangles the entire building over a precipice and you have to haul the whole building, the whole orphanage, back up onto safe ground like tug of war but with a hot, an entire house. You do it! <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, but you're very, very worn out. <laughs> <laughs> you're feeling good but you're fucking starving now, basically. You can go wherever you want with whoever you want yeah. and eat whatever whatever you want, where are you going, who with, and what are you having? Okay, I've hauled the kitten orphanage back up, the cartoon villains put away, I've uh, done this magically somehow, but with a lot of effort, and oh, yeah. wanted to just practically die. And then, I want to see my friend Dave, my, okay. he's like my, my best friend back at home, back in New York, because um, he's just the person that I could, like, like literally, I could shit my pants, and Dave would be like, ha, and then he'd probably shit his pants with me, you know what I mean? Like, he's that friend, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be like, uh, and I'd be like and then like yeah he's that person and then like yeah oh, boom Dave. yeah so Dave's great and we would go I mean I well now that I've said Dave like this isn't this isn't I would go and get like a seafood smorgasbord and I used to not be a seafood person you know with how your palate changes yeah. as you get older and I used to be the kid that was like fish dicks bleh, and it was like all disgusting to me and then at some point I, get, I was just like yum like I think in college I had salmon for the first time right. and, it, and salmon is the bacon of the city it is <laughs> the bacon of fish easy. you have it and you're like oh this shit's great you know yeah. and that's what turned me on to it but like scallops scallops <gasps> They're, they're just little dollops of like buttery fish. Like I would have scallops. I would have I would have oysters. Mm. Love oysters yeah, with the. I would I like yeah. We would go yes 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 yes. So yeah, I would have oysters. I would have so many scallops. Mm. I mean just I mean the shrimp are just uh, the prawns are a decoration at that point. It's just like oh you can just eat those yeah right you know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh, but they're huge still huge okay big right. Huge, right? You know, I mean, in that point... What are you drinking with that? I mean, hmm, it's hard because I know myself. And if I drink before eating that kind of... I will get, like, acid reflux and gassy to all okay, five. Okay, so we still yeah, so need champagne. And yeah, that's like the that. thing. Because, like, I would... My instinct is, like, oh. champagne. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's... Then I'm like... It's just a terrible feeling. When, you know, especially when, they're, like, all the drinks come out before the food. That's when I know I'm going to be, like, just moaning yeah. on the floor later. Um... So, I mean, I would say, I'm trying to think, you know, at that point you should have one of those, like, like a fernet or like one of those digestive drinks, but those yeah. are weird. I would just yeah. have, I don't know, vodka tonics. Right. <laughs> right. Vodka tonics is great. Yeah. Cut through yeah. anything and then you can really taste what you're eating. If you're an ideal place for this. Yeah. Because see, you think about bar. like great restaurants that have, but like you want to be in that great restaurant with no other people. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's perfect. I like that. Right? So you're in a really nice <laughs> restaurant, like yeah. a top floor yeah. restaurant. Just you two. Just just us and like a very oh. nice wait staff that knows oh. exactly when to come and when to fuck off. And if anybody else shows up, I'll just be like, I saved a kitten orphanage. Yes, I exactly. deserve it. I, deserve, I earned this. It. But yeah, it's a nice restaurant with not, where it's like, 
oh, there might be people later. Yeah. Not now. <laughs> Desiree and Angie, thank you so much for this. <laughs> thank you so much for we, this. If you'll talk to me again sometime, then um, I'll make you a... M- 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 <laughs> Thank you so much, please, to Desiree Birch and, of course, to her lovely flatmate, Angie. Desiree's brilliant show, Unfuckable, is at the Soho Theatre in London from the 7th to the 12th of May. And she has so much excellent stuff going on. Best bet is probably to follow her on Twitter, please. It's at Desiree, D-E-S-T-H-E-R-A-Y. And her website is DesireeBirch.com. And that's Birch with a U. I'm Jessica Foster-Q. I'm touring my The Silence of the Nan show right now. Details are on my Twitter. At Jessica Fosterkew. Tell everyone good about this podcast and rate and review it kindly, if you will. Follow us on all social media. It's at The Hoovering Pod. If you've got questions, please email through my website, jessicafosterkew.com. Music is by the wonderful Mike Greenway. Until next time, happy hoovering. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.